Hi, I'm Scott, and this is Tangents. Man, I, I'm gonna have to make a short one today. Um, it's annoying, but uh, Monday I had some time, but I had meetings pretty much all day. So I could have stuck, like I could have done this, uh, but it would have been squeezed in. And then today it's been back-to-back -back meetings. And I had a couple of windows where I thought that I would have time and other things came up. So, yeah, it's very tightly constrained. Uh, I will try not to spend too much time on that though. So what I wanted to talk about today, and I have, I have several things, but one of the things is, and I, I can't help but talk about politics. It's, it's an annoying thing. Um, I was talking with somebody who is a Biden supporter or I'm, I'm not sure that there are Biden supporters per se, but this is somebody who wants to defeat Trump and thinks Biden is the path, uh, considers that Biden is the nominee, which he's the presumptive nominee. It's not done yet. Um, it is April 29th. So there's some time before the convention, um, but probably, you know, almost certainly Biden becomes the nominee. And I'm just looking at the situation and the thing that finds, the thing that I find particularly frustrating and disgusting about this is that there are all these people and the one that I was talking to this morning is an archetype basically of this, but I'm, I'm gonna talk about that person individually a little bit, uh, but really this is a generalization and it's a whole category of person that, uh, I've run into many times and many other people who I've talked with uh, who have also run into basically the same person. And so this is a person who is very interested in coming up to you and saying, hey, Scott, you know, but first off, obviously, kids in cages, RBG, um, they're in the handbook for anyone who's, you know, it's like, you're not gonna vote for Joe? What about the kids in cages? What about RBG? It's, it's there. It's just like this, um, it's literally like, you know, there's a pamphlet that they're giving out. Obviously, I give a shit about those. Uh, not my choice. You know, nominating Joe, basically, in my opinion, is reelecting Trump, independent of what I do. But putting that aside, you're not going to convince me to vote for the guy. And if you're listening to this or you're watching, um, yeah, I'm sorry not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Uh, I did say I'm never Biden and I'm never Biden. It is a firm commitment. I'm not going to sit there and go like, oh, well, I'm never Biden, but you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, I committed to it during the primary before the primary outcome was basically decided. And uh, so here we are. Ah, it's unfortunate. And I knew this was I knew this was the most likely outcome. Just as I know the most likely or likely outcome in November is that Joe is the nominee and he loses to fucking Trump. because uh, the thing that you can't begin to understand about that or express is how fucking bad it is to lose to Trump. I mean, you think about like Hillary Clinton, super qualified, super competent. Um, she had hearings and sat there and bread-eyed and bushy-tailed for like 11 hours or something like this. Good fucking person. 
Um, she lost to Trump, you know, and Trump is the most incompetent, like to say that he is the most incompetent, lazy, uh, dishonest, uh, you know, just, just throw out a bunch of negative adjectives and they probably apply. He's a terrible fucking person. To lose to that is a real piece of work. It is a real negative accomplishment. Um, and, and, and I do, you know, like there are many things that you can attribute that loss to. I personally believe the biggest single, like obviously anything like that is multifactorial. Many things inter interacted. And you know, certainly you could go, well, Russia. And, and yes, Russia influenced the election. Uh, I don't think that they pushed it by points, but what they definitely did is see little cracks in uh, both within the Democratic Party and within our country, and they kind of wedged into those cracks and you know, like spread them apart a little bit. Um, definitely a thing. And you could say, well, this and well, that. And yes, lots of things influenced it, but if I was going to root cause it, I think the root cause is fundamentally that Hillary and by extension the establishment Democrats, by which I mean the leadership, not the rank and file, despite the fact that a lot of people seem to have somehow conned uh, actual Democrats into thinking the establishment means them. If you're not Tom Perez or Nancy Pelosi or somebody of their tier, you're not the fucking establishment. I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's not who we're talking about. These are people who basically do these backdoor deals. They have power brokers decide, you know, hey, we're gonna, this is, this is how it's gonna play out. And uh, bizarrely enough, Obama, at one point he was an insurgent and now he is part of the establishment. He used his influence, and this is actually well-documented um, at this point, to get some people to drop out before Super Tuesday and endorse Joe. And yeah, it, it, to me, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming him for Joe's loss, but I do think he is responsible for it. I think he is directly responsible for it, just as Hillary is directly responsible for her own loss. Um, and, and certainly, like going back to this root cause, thinking that she had the, like basically owned the nomination, doing things where I don't like, in both cases, I don't think the DNC or anyone did anything necessarily illegal or overtly, overtly unethical, but there are definitely things that people were doing kind of behind doors and you could feel, you could feel it, frankly that people are like, hey, you know, doing a little love, shake hand, wink, wink kind of stuff. And again, nothing rising to the level of like objectively illegal, but definitely dirty looking. You know, it's like the hunter thing. I'm never gonna drop this fucking hunter thing, by the way, because, okay, 50K per month, it's a lot of fucking money for somebody who doesn't have any qualifications for something. There are not many jobs that you can do where you will earn 50,000 in a month. And when you're somebody who has no qualifications other than your heritage, um, it, it's a little, you know, problematic. Maybe there was nothing there. Probably there was nothing there, but it doesn't look good. 
you're not avoiding even the appearance of impropriety. And it's precisely that, it's precisely that Debbie Wasserman, Wasserman Schultz didn't do that, didn't sort of stand back and say, and actually you can even say, I like Hillary. This is, this is me and her voice, not me. But she could say, she likes Hillary and she prefers her, but she's going to make sure everything is on the up and up and we're just going to kind of be impartial arbitrators. You can, you can have your preferences by all means. Uh, and in fact, you should be, I, I think you should be open and honest and direct about your own interests and the things that matter to you, your own values, your own alignment and something like this. But you should at the same time do everything you can to avoid even the appearance of impropriety. And the reason that you do that is that if you don't do that in the Democratic primary in 2016, then a fuck ton of people can look at that and say, eh, it looks bad, you know? And a bunch of people who are conspiracy theorists will go beyond it looks bad and they'll actually interpret and read in conspiracies. And those conspiracies don't need to be real. They don't need to actually have happened at all. But you can see where the, like they have a footing, they have ground to get purchase on. And you can totally understand why somebody would think that. And you can't even blame them, honestly. Like, that's how bad the situation is. You cannot blame somebody for thinking. Maybe the DNC did some fucking shady shit. Um, and similarly, like, you cannot... I, I don't think, again, the Joe and Hunter situation was bad. But if somebody thought that it was bad, and they're looking at it, I can't really argue that strongly against it. I mean, I can definitely say, you know, it looks sketchy as fuck. And it's totally an un... The thing about it is it's such an unnecessary problem. Now, granted, it's nice to, it's nice to have somebody pay you 50,000 a month. It's nice to, you know, it's nice to make a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm doing the math in my head at 600,000 a year for fuck all, you know. Um, yeah, my sister is a doctor and she makes maybe that much and she works very hard and she spent a long time becoming qualified to do the shit that earns that much money. Even then, you know, you could debate uh, if our healthcare system was better, if our education system was better, if we had free college and uh, university through medical school, probably wouldn't pay as much, but you can at least argue she has put in the time and put in the effort and kind of deserves um, some compensation for that. And especially given the situation as it is, Hunter, no fucking way in shit. There's no way in hell you can define something that he's done, some accomplishment to justify that. And that's precisely the fucking problem. You look at like this Biden shit. Okay, there's Tara Reid. Now, was she, is her story accurate? I don't know. What I do know is that there's enough there that, you know, and especially given, I mean, here's the thing. You cannot convict somebody on a reasonable suspicion. And you shouldn't be able to. The, the standard, the burden of proof for criminal prosecution is very high, as it should be. But when you're talking about somebody becoming the fucking president, you know, or being in line for that, being just being considered for that position, 
If you're talking about somebody being considered to be a Supreme Court justice, like Kavanaugh, if you're talking about somebody being considered to be a CEO, or even to just be hired for any fucking job at all, there are certain thresholds where, you know, it's not unreasonable to say, you know, we have 10 candidates, or in the, actually in the case of the Democrats, more than 20 candidates a year ago. And of these candidates, well, you have this one who's got a lot of problems. Now, maybe those problems are, you know, maybe they're not real, but they seem real enough. They have enough there. There's enough smoke there that, you know, you, you certainly can't blame somebody for thinking that there might be some fire. But beyond that, and, and really like beyond that, you have to think, okay, we have two candidates. Imagine they're exactly equal. You have one we'll call Biden, who has Tara Reid and who has Anita Hill and who has uh, opposition to integration and busing. And I can go through, I mean, you should watch the video with Connie Chung from 1988 uh, talking about Joe plagiarizing his speeches and then they show, you know, and this is not some academic plagiarism, which I'm, you know, I'm a super sensitive person to plagiarism. I do not like it. I fucking despise it, in fact. It, very few things bother me more, in fact, than stealing somebody else's intellectual property in that sense. Um, yeah, so it's a big fucking deal, in fact. It, I, to me, the fact that he did that um, just alone should have ended his political career. And it ended his presidential run in 1988. The fact that he had a career after that it's beyond fucked. And then you go back and you go through this guy and you're like, he has this and this and this and this and this. And you just go through the fucking list. And then you go, okay, well, there are 20 something other people. And how many of them have even a fraction, even a fraction of that shit? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of Mayor Pete, but I can come up with a very small number of like iffy things for him. Um, I am a fan of Bernie and I can come up with Socialism, that's pretty much like the only thing. And then you can come up with like a, a couple of things that people have tried uh, and uh, they've tested the water with and obviously did not have any traction at all. Um, there's just not really any there there to, to attack him. And, you know, and it, not, I'm not, it doesn't even have to be him. Like Kamala, you know, I can come up with like maybe one or two reasonable things. Not a dozen like fucking Biden. Um, Warren, I can come up with a couple of things that are like, eh, but overall, yeah. And pretty much anyone you can find something that is at least a, um, you know, gives you pause. But with this motherfucker, there's just an endless list of shit. And then you think about it, okay, all that stuff makes me not want to vote for the guy. And this is before Trump and the right-wing mind machine get like churning and start really pushing these ideas, you have to imagine like once they're doing it, people are going to be very discouraged. And I, I, I really believe like more than any other candidate, um, like I think Hillary, if you, if you ran Hillary this year, I think she has a better chance of beating Trump. No bullshit than I think Biden does. And Biden's chance, I mean, Hillary's chance there would be fucking all. 
Biden's chance is just nil. I'm not, and, and again, maybe he will win, maybe I'm wrong. And even if he wins, actually, you know, just to cover my bases, but even if he wins, I think you get worse than Trump in four or eight years. So it's not winning, it's putting us in the same situation that got us Trump in the first place and that got us W in the first place and it's just making matters worse. The thing that sucks about this and the, thing, the reason that I'm so for avoiding even the appearance of impropriety is that when you don't do that, when you don't do that, you open the door for Trump to do all kinds of horrible things or, or somebody worse, all kinds of horrible things in the open and all you can do is have, you know, like, oh, look at how bad this guy is. And then people's response, and I've heard this many fucking times, people's response to that is, well, yeah, he's just doing the same stuff that everybody else does, but he's doing it in the open. And the problem is, again, maybe that statement is not true, and in fact, I don't think it is, but there's enough there that people reasonably believe it, and you can't even blame them for thinking it. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it makes you just want to scream. How you can lose to this, this man with an asterisk. I always do president with an asterisk, but I think man with an asterisk is right. How you can lose to Trump in the first place, uh, especially with somebody so much more qualified than him, is mind-boggling. And the fact that we're in this situation where I really do believe, like, no matter what I do, very likely Trump wins again. And I'll go even a step further that, so anyway, I'm gonna, looking at the time, really back in and kind of get to the thing that I wanted to talk about this morning. I'm talking to this guy and he's like, oh, Scott, why are you pushing all these mega points? And, you know, okay. Um, I don't think I am, but the thing is, if he's this susceptible to something that I, Mr. Friendly Fire, am, am saying, what do you think Trump is going to do? Do you think Trump is just going to lay down and you know, let all of this ammunition that is strewn about? Uh, is he going to not exploit his vulnerabilities? Do you think he's not going to attack him in the ways that I can see a mile away are obvious weaknesses? Obviously, he's fucking going to do it. And he's already... It's not even that he's going to do it future tense. He's already doing it. And the crazy thing is, and I think I said this a week ago, but I've already seen people like Republicans attacking Joe for socialism. You know, so socialism, that horrible thing that we couldn't have Bernie Sanders be president because of. Um, I don't think that's true that we couldn't, by the way, but the fact that people say, you know, socialism, we can't have it. Every fucking Democrat since Roosevelt, I, I, I can't repeat that enough. Every fucking one has been accused of being a socialist. Hillary Clinton, not a socialist. She's a socialist, according to the Republicans. Bill Clinton. Obama. You know, Obama, right of center. You know, he ran a little bit left, governed a little bit right. He's a socialist, according to these motherfuckers. It's just the way it is. They're totally, obviously, obviously, Joe is going to get it. And it's just priced in. So you say, okay, Sanders can be called a socialist, and the difference is that he actually has called himself that at times. Well, yeah, but he can actually make a case for it. Whereas Biden, you just have the negative, which you have with any Democrat, but you don't have the positive. You don't have, well, yeah, okay. Right now we have socialism for massive corporations. We have, you know, 
couple trillion dollars of new debt uh, that is going mostly to companies and to wealthy people with a tiny pittance kind of sprinkled about, you know, the, the, the peasants can have it after we make a fake bullshit letter from Trump um, that we can send to them. So just the, the fucking situation kills me. But anyway, I'm not voting for the motherfucker. And when I say that, I mean Trump or Biden. So you could go, okay, Scott, well, why don't you? Don't even fucking bother. You're not going to convince me. 2016, I knocked on fucking doors. And, and I'll tell you, I've, I've said this before. In 2016, for the first time ever, I went canvassing for Bernie. Never did that before. I'm not a person who likes to canvas. I don't know if you know this, I'm a little shy. I don't, the idea of walking up to somebody's house, knocking on their door and then talking to them is not something that I wanna do. It's not in me. Like it's something that I have done many times, but it's not something I wanna do. The first time I go canvassing, every, 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 every time I've ever gone canvassing, that first door that I knock, I don't wanna do. Like I almost just wanna walk away and you know, be done with it. It gets better after that. It's shocking actually how much it gets better, but you know, I did that. I made fucking phone calls. I didn't do text banking that year, but I've done it more recently. So I did those things for Bernie and then Bernie lost the primary and I didn't want Trump to win. So I did those things for Hillary and I didn't just do them for Hillary because Bernie asked me to do it or because I thought it was the right thing. I did it because Trump is abysmal and awful and you could see it from a million miles away and like this, which is one of the reasons I don't offer forgiveness to people who voted for Trump because they fucking knew who this guy was. You cannot, if you have a functioning frontal lobe, you cannot claim you didn't know who the guy was. There's just no way. He's not, he doesn't even hide it. That's the whole fucking point. He does everything in the open. So obviously you know who he is. I knew who he was. And I was like, I'm not a great fan of Hillary's, but she's like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty aligned with her on, in general, broad strokes. Incrementalism, this is my thinking at the time, not great, but better than nothing. And so I did it. And what I did was actually, and this drives me fucking insane, I made calls for her and I knocked on doors for her. I knocked on doors for her more than I did for Bernie. I made more calls for her than I did for Bernie that year because I was very motivated. I went out like pretty much every week for at least a period um, between like August and early November. And I gotta tell you, I don't know if you've ever gone canvassing, going canvassing in Arizona when it is August or even when it's September or October or even in November, it's hot, it's miserable. You can go in the morning, you can't go too early, but you go like 10 a.m. or something it's fucking hot. It's hot. I don't, it's just like already it's not even May yet. And I go outside right now. It's a little afternoon. It's too fucking hot. I can't take it. Going canvassing sucks. You're going up to people's doors. You're standing there, you're talking to them. And then you're also eating shit a little bit because everybody has, and when I say everybody, I'm making a generalization, but a shit ton of people have a very negative impression of Hillary. Shockingly, Shockingly negative. Not earned, mind you, but it was interesting to me. It was very eye-opening to see how many, and I'm not, 
I'm not out there talking to the MAGA people. I'm talking to Democrats and often reliable Democrats, which means like they're targeting people who voted in the last three major elections. These are people who are consistent voters. You talk to them and so many of them were not into Hillary at all. And that was one of the reasons that I wasn't surprised when she lost. I mean, I wasn't surprised when she lost for other reasons too, but just talking to people, you know. So getting back to this guy that I'm talking to today, and again, archetype, not just a guy. Um, talking to him and he's like, you know, oh, why are you supporting this Trump stuff? Okay, fuck off with that. I've put in my due. I've paid my dues. I've paid my fucking dues. Thank you very much. But here's the thing. And, and I, I paid my dues this year too because I kind of fucking tried not to get this guy nominated because I knew when this guy gets nominated, it's handing the fucking thing to Trump. Very likely. But independent of that, I get there and I'm like, okay, well, why don't you text bank for Joe? Why don't you make some fucking phone calls for Joe? Fucking easy. Uh, it's like go.joebiden.com slash um, one of them is a, I think it's WordPress. I don't know what the fuck they're using, but it, does, it doesn't look super professional. Um, but whatever it is, is like slash a, some bullshit and then text bank. You just go to the action page and then they have a thing to sign up for text banking and phone banking and other things too. But those are the ones that I would, I would focus on. And this motherfucker is like sitting there calling me, you know, like a Trump supporter and all this shit. And I'm like, hey, why don't you do some fucking work for your, bi your, your guy Joe? He's like, no, I won't, I, I won't do that. I would give me, I'm going to max him out on my contributions. Which, first of all, you know, maxing somebody out is great. If you have, if you have money to do it, why not? It's like, what, $2,800 $2, per, per cycle. If you can do it, by all means. Um, and for other candidates, it actually helps. There are, there are so many candidates um, who could use that money. Joe Biden has a whole group of billionaires giving him money. They're giving him so much money that you're maxing him out, basically not even moving the needle. It is a drop from a drop in the fucking ocean. Just nothing. Sea spray is more substantial and more meaningful. Making calls, doing texts. These are things, uh, is it knocking on doors too. These are things that have been empirically shown to increase turnout and to change people's fucking minds, especially the, the increasing turnout. And you won't do it. And it's not just this one dude, it's so many people. And this guy just kept going back and forth with me for fucking hours, talking about how much, you know, how terrible I am. And then I'm like, just fucking text bank for the motherfucker. And you know, I, I, I accept zero responsibility. Again, I, I've said this before, Trump wins. I mean, first off, I've already made my peace with he's probably getting reelected. I, I, in my mind, that happened weeks or a month ago. Um, yeah, it's basically, it's not done, but it is very, very likely. I've, I'm, and I'm not happy about it, but I am, you know, like I've, I've already assimilated that into my understanding of the, of the universe. He probably gets a second term. But the motherfucker, like, it's, it's like, if you are gonna criticize me, and I, by all means, 
In 2016, I was very critical of people who did not vote for Hillary. By all means, cri criticize me as much as you want. I don't give a shit. It, but if you're going to do it, take a few hours a fucking week and text bank for Joe Biden. Take a few hours a fucking week and make phone calls for Joe Biden. Because if you're not doing one of those two things, I don't want to fucking hear it. I do not want to hear it. I'm not going to listen to it. I do not accept that. Yeah, you can call me whatever names you want. You can blame me for this shit. Um, it's not my fucking, it's not my problem. It's not my responsibility. You have fucked it up. And honestly, like, I mean this with all due respect. If you are not doing those things, you're in zero position to criticize me. And like, yeah, if you're doing those things, like I, I have a friend, Vivin, and he is knocking, well, he's not knocking on doors now because of the pandemic, but he was knocking on doors. He's gonna be text banking and phone banking and all this. He's in a position to criticize me. I don't, I don't like it. It makes me, you know, it's unfortunate, it's sad, but by all means, he can do it. If you're like this motherfucker though, who's like, oh, I'm just giving him, I'm giving a guy with a shit ton of money, a little bit more money, and that's it. I'm not gonna do, and not only that, I don't wanna, I, you know, I'm never, I've never phone banked for, the guy's almost bragging about it, that he's never called for anyone. And he's like, I'm never going to. Fuck you, fuck you. I do not want to fucking hear it. Over and over again, you know, Scott, you're being such a dick, you're, you're, you're you're helping Trump win. Fuck that. I am not. I've done what I can. I, I spent 2016 screaming. Like, part of the reason that I am where I am now is that in 2016, I tried my fucking hardest. I did what I could. And not only did I, 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 I did the, the calling, I did the canvassing, but not only that, I spent a lot of time talking to people, trying to persuade them, A, that Hillary might lose, which was a shitty argument. The, the, the fact that whenever I would discuss this with people, they would first off say, no, she's obviously gonna make, you know, she's got it. Which annoys the shit out of me now in retrospect because I can't find people who will admit, I found like one person now, I'm exaggerating slightly, but very few people now will admit that they didn't assume she had won way early into 2016. But at the time, it was like, oh, she's she's got it. You know, she's it's in the bag, basically here. People would also accuse me of hurting her because I was saying, you know, like, you better fucking get out there and do some shit because if you don't do it, she could lose. And that's somehow hurting her. I did what I could. I tried to persuade people, and her chances of winning way better, way better than Joe's. So if I can do anything here, the, the one thing that I could persuade you to do is get fucking phone banking, get fucking text banking. It, it, you have no idea how easy, like phone banking is a little uncomfortable at least. You're still anonymous, but you have to talk to somebody. Text banking is so easy and so painless. You can text thousands and thousands of people simultaneously. Um, you can have, conver like most of the conversations are just like automated things. You have a bunch of, like a menu of shit to pick from. It's easy, it is painless. Um, you can do it from basically anywhere. It's crazy not to do it, honestly. Um, and I don't give a shit how shy you are. If you can use a computer, you can do it. And if you want, you can talk to people. You can also, you know, go into some back and forth. 
And it's actually very, it's useful for them and it's enlightening for you. So please, if you're watching this and you think that I'm an asshole for not voting for motherfucking Trump or for motherfucking Biden, you think that and you think that I'm helping one of them, I'm helping Trump get elected, um, go out and fucking do something about it. That's all I'm saying. Go text bank, go phone bank, talk to people and listen to people as well. While you do that, part of the talking is the listening. And I've, I've learned so much just from talking to people like that. So I, I highly encourage you. Um, although you might find it discouraging, unfortunately, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just wrong. Anyway, with that, um, glad to get that off my chest. I have another call that I have to take in like five minutes. So I am going to have to cut this short, but uh, you can imagine it would just go on and on of the, me, me telling people to go fuck off. So with that, thank you as always for listening. Um, say Jen.